Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. see where it goes. Um, yes, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is all okay. We're recording. Cool. I'm nice. a, I have a, I have new technology today. Do you want to so, tell the people what happens? Oh, Are you being Jesus. public with it or no? Uh, I'll be public with it on here. I'll, I'll, so I was in Mexico in Tulum. Oh, which is the irony was I listened back to the last podcast. I was in Tulum talking about travel or, you know, nomadic living. And basically you were saying how safe it was. Uh, yeah. And like the very <laughs> next day, the literally the next day, actually after recording, I went and stayed at an Airbnb and, um, with some friends, we, we were, there was three people in the house. Actually there's five people in the house. Anyway, we called a t- cab, went to dinner and we came home and the sliding glass door was open. And first thing I see is all my stuff everywhere. And my first thought literally was, I don't think I was that messy when I was getting ready because <laughs> I could be messy and like, I'll, I'll like open my suitcase and have stuff thrown about, but it was like a lot. And so then my next thought, which I don't know where this came from either was, oh, maybe there was food in my bag and like a coyote got in here. <laughs> like, I don't know. These are just the things that go through your head when you don't expect that someone actually robbed you, which is what happened. Someone broke into the house and they, um, took my laptop. They took my podcast. They didn't take the actual podcast recording, but they took the headsets. Um, they went into, so one of the girls that we were with was a photographer and she had three, like very expensive cameras, like $3,500 cameras. And then the lenses on top of it, she had over like 15 to 20 K worth of, um, equipment stolen. Um, hard drives. They, there was a safe in her room. She put the hard drives and a bunch of stuff in the safe. They accidentally left their hammer, but they took a sledgehammer, busted the safe open, took everything out of the safe. So they took cameras, my laptop, her laptop, another girl's laptop. Basically they ransacked everything. And I mean, it was just, everything was thrown everywhere. Every single makeup brush of mine was tossed. I mean, there was no place you could have hidden anything like looking back, you know, for a moment. And I don't know if anybody's been robbed or had something where like you were the victim of a crime. And for a moment, you're like, what could I have done different? And for a minute I was like, oh, you know, I could have done this. And then I'm going, there's literally nothing we could have done because they even looked, you know, the lint thing in your dryer, they like pulled that out. If we hid money in the lint thing, they would have found it. Wow. I think the only place we maybe could have hid stuff was in the oven, but I don't know. Maybe they even looked in the oven. So they took all the valuables. They took um, a bracelet of mine and um, some cash out of my wallet. Luckily, they didn't take my ID and they didn't take my cards. Although I found out later they took one of the girls' debit cards. I don't know why they didn't take mine. Um, knock on wood. And they, then what was kind of funny and ironic was they took a bottle of Bacardi out of the freezer and a box of protein bars. So they were just out to get all of the things. Um, so that was not fun. And yeah, it's never happened to me in my life. And I've traveled so much and that was pretty, um, scary. We were freaked out that night because it was, we got home around 11. And so nobody wanted to sleep in the house cause we we're just tripping. But at the same time, 
we were trying to find like a hotel at 11 o'clock at night and then getting a cab out. So we ended up the Airbnb person sent like a security guard, like an actual security company to stay and kind of circle around the house. And then me and all the girls stayed in one room, like the safest room and locked the door. Cause I was going to be sleeping on the couch that night. I was kind of extra waiting for another place the next day. I was like, there's no way I'm sleeping in the living room. That's exactly where they broke into. So I slept on the floor in one of the bedrooms. We all like kind of cozied up for the night and, uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty dang traumatizing. Um, but then, you know, I did start to, after the initial shock, I started to calm down and realize they were gone and they weren't there to hurt us. They knew we were gone. And what we think was that it was the cab driver, not necessarily the drivers, but like they had some kind of association where they're like, Hey, we picked up these girls. They're going to be gone for a couple hours. And so they ransacked Mm -hmm. everything. So I think there's some stuff going on in Tulum, like these, um, I don't know. I don't want to call them rings, but it was very professionally done. Like they knew they had a hammer who knows what else they oh they took some they took a big duffel bag to, of course keep all of our stuff in they also stole a scooter like one of those 50 cc like uh mm-hmm. you know like motorcycles yep. we were renting they took one of those too which we ended up it had a gps on it the rental guy found it ditched in like a field so at least he got that back but they were fucking around Damn. and it was not not a fun experience and then, right. um, and then the podcast equipment was taken. So that's why we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is not ideal, but we're back. Got some stuff. Got a new, oh, and that I also didn't have a laptop to record on. So oh, that's right. <laughs> needed the podcast gear, needed a laptop, needed so many new things. I spent uh, the first day back in the States, just buying a bunch of stuff, trying to get my my shit together. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that is not fun at all. Let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so I don't we're know. Back. My, my biggest lesson is maybe looking up a travel insurance, but also a lot of insurance doesn't cover theft. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So maybe that right. wouldn't matter either. Interesting. And it was to loom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, we were just there a couple of years ago for a mastermind and we were at a stay in Airbnb. Um, but it's getting more popular down there for sure for tourism. So anyway, the one thing I kept telling myself was this, I hope, and this is, it won't matter because I can't verify this at all, but I'm just hoping, you know, 2020 was really hard and it was hard for a lot of places, especially third world countries and places that depend on tourism. I'm like, I just hope all that stuff they took and it helped feed their babies. Mm. I, the thought that kills me is if it's like a bunch of guys that took it and then they sold it so they could wear some like cool air Jordans or like mm. dress cool. I'm like, if you're stealing my shit to look cool, that pisses me off. But if you've got to feed your family and you're taking care of your babies and you're doing the best you can, and that's all you got. Somehow I have more compassion for that, but obviously I don't get to choose who or how or why I got stolen from, but at least that's like my mental way of dealing with it and like having compassion instead of unjust or anger or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is tough because it feels so senseless, right? It's like, really? But yeah. yeah, well, let's hope that they're feeding their babies. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And I know Tulum is, I mean, they don't have any imports or exports, so they are all tourism. That's mm-hmm. pretty much the main mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but we're back. So Danny has a little makeshift set up uh, over there. She's in the Vegas studio. I'm in the LA studio. Uh, and today we actually want to talk about something that came up in our DMs. Um, and do you want to describe what it was? And like, it was just a kind of a funny thing that is a real thing. And we thought we would talk about this because this is, I feel like this is getting more and more popular, especially with some of these, some of these filters are like wild how they change your face now. Oh my gosh. They are. I'm trying to think what was the response. I maybe, because if you follow us on the, on our Instagram, we post a lot of memes. I don't remember if it was a meme, but somebody responded to the story and said like, I have filter anxiety or filter anxiety is real. And it was just this thought of posting, doing stories, doing pictures or anything without a filter or which filter, because there's so many filters. And I think it's such a great discussion to have because, oh my God, you're right. They're literally, I mean, I, maybe you've done this. I'm sure you have, if not, then it's just me, but like, I have probably, I don't know, 20 filters on my Instagram stories. And I've sat there in different lights and like looked at each one Mm -hmm. and like, okay, how does my face look here? How's my face look here? I've even taken pictures of my face in multiple filters pick filters and then looked at them side by side to see. And like some of them, like make your lips bigger. Some of them make your eyes wide, white, whiter, not wider, wider, your teeth wider. Like there's some of them put like a, what they call it snatched look on your cheeks. Like they raise your cheekbones up where they put some contour on your face. I'm like, holy crap. Some of them, I didn't know what they did. I'm like, I, I feel like I look better, but I don't know why. So I'd have to take two side by side yep. and see. And then you start to look at some of them and you're going, God, I don't look so good in real life. Like I need these filters. And that is some, I don't know. We can talk. I mean, when, remember when people started learning about Photoshop and magazines and it was like this big deal, like, do we need to be honest about it? I did notice that Instagram starts putting it on top. So, you know, when people are using a filter, Mm -hmm. you can see on the top corner, it'll say which it is. Um, but are they doing damage? Are they helping us show up more? Cause at least we feel comfortable enough. So we'll at least get on if there's a filter or do we just need to get over it and go fuck filters. I'm going to be me or is it just fun and it's not hurting anyone. There's a lot of things we can think about it. Yes. And I remember even with Snapchat, like to go back to Snapchat filters, like remember the beauty yeah. filter on Snapchat, like <laughs> yeah. you would legit take pictures of yourself using that filter and put that out. Now looking back, I'm like, that's clearly not my face. <laughs> like that's clearly like a really thin, thinner version of my face. Plus my eyes are bigger. And yeah. now I wouldn't do that necessarily. You know, if I was going to use a filter on a main feed post on Instagram, I would, I'd probably want to have one that was similar to my face. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when I want it to change the shape of the face. I think that especially as women, 40 plus, I think some of the, the things that I think bother me the most. And it's not that I'm, I I do like my face and I think you like yours too. And it's not like I'm obviously we we talk to people in person and there's no filter on, right? So it's like, I mean, you're okay with your face when you and I do photo shoots, there's no filter on the photo shoot, right? So if you get a professional photo shoot done, it's literally your face, right? So they don't really do a lot of retouches, at least, you know, they might do like color correction or something, but for the most part, the photographers we use aren't going in and doing face tune and, you know, slimming your waistline and getting, you know, like adding cheekbones. Like they're not doing that much. They're literally just doing color correction. I think the thing that is the most sort of, I don't want to say frustrating, but annoying to me about aging is just the complexion issues. Like that to me, like, I don't know, everyone has 
wrinkles here and there, you know, you have like crow's feet. Like, I think if you looked too smooth, it would actually look a little bit just odd because, you know, being someone who's 40, like that would look a little odd. Sure. Get Botox, do whatever. We did a whole episode on some of that kind of stuff. Um, I think the, the like blotchiness of the face is the thing that it annoys me the most about getting older. And of course you can help, you know, help that with makeup and whatever. And I don't know for me personally, as someone who shows up on social media consistently with my face on stories, like talking on stories, like I never filter my professional photos. I'm never like adding, I'm never like, you know, doing any of that kind of stuff, but for showing up and video, sometimes you literally are just right out of bed you know, and like, you're literally right out of bed. You want to get on. So for me, it does lower the barrier to entry to getting on. And so this is what I tell, especially my business clients who are newer. I'm just like, dude, throw a filter on. I like that Instagram is transparent with it. It's not like you're trying to pretend you're not using one. It's right there for them to see. And now they're even showing it. If you do take a picture and you put it on your main feed, they're actually putting it at the bottom of the captions in your main feed post now. So it will say made with effect. And then you can click on effect and it will tell you what effect it is. So I like the transparency to me. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't, it's not like cheating or anything else. I don't think it takes away from, it would be a problem if potentially you were trying to pawn off and you were maybe in the beauty industry and you're trying to pawn off your face when it clearly has a filter on it as like your real face. Mm -hmm. But if you're not in the beauty industry and you're not trying to say like, to me, that's out of integrity, but if you're just, you're a business professional like me and you, who gives a fuck? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And also I would say that neither one of us are really in like the body love space. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really like, yes, we talk about ownership. We talk about like, you know, showing up as who you are and being authentic, but also I don't know. I'm not like, that's not my main message really. Yeah. I can see how it'd be more problematic if that's what we were saying. We were saying one thing and then using it. There are some people who do that. Like we know some people Mm -hmm. who are taught constantly talking about love yourself, just be you love your body, how it is. And then they're like constantly using like the most bizarre filters, Yeah, which is, I am like, I try not to judge, but I'm also like, it feels like a disconnect for me, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I understand why. I mean, dude, you fucking look better with a filter on. (laughs) I'm not going to say that you don't. I know it's, but does it cause issues with self-esteem? I mean, they say for young girls and so, okay, we agree. Cause that's why we're using it. Cause we're like, all right, I look better, but is it a problem for young girls growing up? And are we perpetuating that? Like there was the lady at my Ted talk, just kind of talking about this. Um, mm-hmm. so we are putting this out there. So now for us, we're adults, we're grown women. We can see, we know the difference. We know how we look in person. But maybe a 14 year old who starts to use filters all the time, doesn't even like her own face, maybe causes depression, anxiety, totally. and feels like she's not good enough because all she sees is filters and she doesn't know any different and how that's where, that's where these things are like kind of touchy, you know, like I'll about- be like, I'll take the 14 year old face. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> is your filter 14 year old skin complexion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Year old girls going, listen, this is, the, this is the best skin you're ever going to have, except minus the acne, maybe. Right. Oh my I God. Know. No, it's so, it's so true. Right. We're like, wait a second. Why do you think you need to filter a <laughs> child? Like, no, but have- it is, it's an issue for sure. And then it just comes down to like, is that your job? You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. part of, <laughs> is it your job? But like, <laughs> Okay. I understand, you know, neither one of us, you know, have raised daughters. So in a way, I don't know that it's, I feel really, 
personally separate from that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and even like food issues and food obsession issues. I don't know. Like for me, yes, I want that to be, I want people to love themselves for sure. And I want them at 14 years old to know that they're beautiful and that they're, they're perfect and whatever. But I'm also like, I don't know that me using a filter to talk about an Instagram, you know, strategy is doing a disservice, you know, to Mm -hmm. a 14 year old watching that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I mean, there's so many things. So here's my, my main thought is if, cause I've, I've seen a lot of women say, and just like little subgroups of people, like we just need to stop dyeing our hair and everyone stop doing nails and just kind of show that we can be, you know, beautiful as we are. So, but it would take a collective, all of us have to agree to stop wearing makeup, to stop doing Botox, to stop plastic surgery. Like we would all have to say, fuck you. We're ready to just age. And, and I just don't think that's going to happen. I think there's some women who are fine with it and they're going to just go live their life and, and do what they do. But I think this has been going on. It's not new, right? Like they were creating lipstick, like the Egyptians were like crushing beetles to make lipstick and stuff. Like women have always tried to make themselves look more beautiful to more feminine. Yes. So I don't think that that's ever going to end. So I don't even know if this is a society thing or if this is just always has happened. I don't know. It is a cultural thing, but it's also one of those things where I'm just like, I don't want to be the one out in front. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Being like, I'm not going to use, and there are like some people who've talked about this shout out to our friend, Ashley Pardo, who, you know, she talks a lot about, uh, not using filters and things like that. And I have a client, Jessica Gunn, who also doesn't do that. She's a 42 year old mom of four, Um, you know, and she just is like, that's who I am. And that's why I don't want to do it. And she doesn't, neither one of them judge other people for using them. Mm -hmm. I think the bigger issue is the dishonesty. I think the bigger Mm -hmm. issue is the dishonesty around it. So for example, you know, there's a ton of accounts on Instagram that show like the real picture versus the one that was on Instagram. Right. So you see the Kardashians or whatever, and like the weird sort of things that if you are using something like Facetune or, um, Photoshop or something like every once in a while, there'll be like a weird line on their body. And someone's like, what's that bulge right there? You know? So I think, I think it's dishonesty. If you say that you're all natural or you say that you're, that's actually why, like, I felt actually more permission to use filters because it says it right on the thing. Yeah. So I'm like, if they're, if they're, and I do get questions from people, people be like, your skin is amazing. And I always say I'm using a filter or yeah. I'm in front of a window, Light, right? Yeah. Like I always say that. And I don't have terrible skin, but I don't have the best skin either. You know, like I drink a good amount. I'm in my forties. Like So I don't know, like I try and just be as honest as I possibly can. I think the problem is that people aren't being honest about it. And so I think that's mostly the issue because then it's just, it's a caveat. It's like, oh, she doesn't always look at that. That's a, that's a filter. Awesome. You should try it too. Maybe we can all be, all all (laughs) use a filter. Yeah. Maybe that's the other option is either we all decide together that we quit or we all decide together that we're using it. No, I think you're right. The honesty does make a big difference. I say the same thing. If somebody says my skin looks good, usually it's because I'm standing in front of a window. I'm like, it's the lighting and the filter. Yep. Um, I I, I don't, I try not to use filters as much. But like you just said, when you wait, if you just woke up or something, lowering the barrier to entry, there's sometimes I want to be on and it's either, I mean, you know, this has been a rough year. So maybe I was just crying, which is likely to have been a real possibility. (laughs) Um, or like, you know, your skin gets blotchy after you've been crying or you're just whatever you just woke up or something. And I like have a lot of redness, red undertones. And I'm like, Oh, I just look so red and splotchy. 
that I'll find a filter that kind of just makes my face look brighter or more even or something. And I just feel like, okay, I can go on. Otherwise I might just skip it. And if you're trying to like stay connected to people or build your business, or if it's going to keep you from moving forward, then I I agree with you. It's like lower the barrier to entry and just get on and do it. Mm -hmm. Um, have you, have you seen this though? Um, I'm not going to say who, but it's a friend of mine. She uses two filters. I was, cause I was messing here. I'm like, how'd you do this? She's like, I double filtered. I'm like, how? So she'll make a video with one filter, download it. And then she'll upload it with another filter. Damn. Yeah. There's levels to it. I don't even know how that would look that probably, it probably look worse. If I tried to it, put like multiple, you know, interesting. Yeah. You know, the one, and we kind of talked about this, like filter anxiety, the real filter anxiety is when you feel like you hate your face when you're actually using a filter. At the same time. <laughs> that hasn't quite happened yet, but I could definitely <laughs> tell you're like, no filter will help this. I know you're like that. It's just, yeah. it is what it is, you know, but I also think as long as you're seeing people in real life and like, you know, and like I said, you and I, we do photo shoots a lot. Like those things aren't edited. You know, they're mm-hmm. not like, you know, fate, no face tune, no smoothing of the skin. Like that's real, you know, and they yeah. try and do lighting stuff. And I think that's fine. You know, yeah. what I always tell my girls is, Hey, if you don't want to use filters, you don't want to, you know, have to put on makeup or whatever, just get in front of a window. That's why you see so many people do. And if you don't know, this is a little insider secret. One of the best places to take pictures is in your car. And that's why people always have their selfies in their car because it's just all sun on their face and it sort of just like clears their complexion. So you'll see a lot of like car selfies. And so me, I'm like, does he have, you want to get selfies, go in your car. Like it, it's an old school trick, but a lot of people put their on their makeup in front of a window, right? Like just stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, to me, that's, it's Jesus filter. (laughs) Can we just, oh, it's Jesus filter. Can we just all agree or I'll just be grateful that the dog ears is gone or is it gone? I haven't seen it on mine, but well, I, was so I think over it's still shit. probably on Snapchat. Oh my God. That was the worst. And I'm not on dating apps anymore, but, but guys would tell us like girls use them like oh, crazy. Those freaking dog ears. I was like, stop it with that. Maybe it get, I guess it works if you don't like your nose. Cause then they put a little doggy nose on you, <laughs> but they're going to meet you in real life. I would love to see someone who has that. And then they show up to their date wearing like a little nose and ears. Like oh my God. Ears. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, that is a thing, right? Like catfishing is like certainly mm-hmm. a thing on dating apps. It's like, mm-hmm. if you use all filters all the time and it's funny because like a lot of people do that because they just like how they look online better and they won't yeah. actually ever meet up in person because they just want the facade. And to me, that's like, that's just so silly to me. I mean, I understand why, because you do look better with the filters on. You just want someone to see you in that way. You know, we, we see a lot of people like that, especially influencers. If they never knew, and I have talked about this in other episodes that we would meet some of our fitness idols and people who we saw on covers of magazines and people we saw who were like in the magazines and up on stage and they were so lean and so fit. And so, and then we'd see them in person I'm like, they were still fit, but they would have maybe gained 20 pounds or whatever, which is also fine. But we all, you almost feel, um, betrayed in a way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I think for me, I also caveat it by saying like, look, I see people in person all the time. Like people come to live events. I go to live events. We host meetups, like, especially for the pandemic, I was doing like five, six, eight live events a year. So it's, there's not, I'm not like hiding anything. And I, you know, so I think so long as you're 
out and about and like that kind of thing. And you're not just sitting in your house, putting on filters and just assuming, and, and I guess that's fine too. But I think for me, that sort of makes it okay too. It's like, I'm still out in the world. I'm still like meeting people and I, I want them to be able to recognize me. If I'm constantly mm-hmm. using filters that completely change my body and my face, they're not even going to recognize me in person. So as long as you're still recognizable, it's fine. Yeah. I, I think there's something to that. When we were in the fitness industry, it was weird. There were so many people I did not recognize and people I had met backstage. And then later on they were like, Hey, and I'm going, do I know you? Or even just the photos that we used to see were so highly, um, dog saturated and yeah, yeah, they were just very weird back then, but even like between the tan and then their bodies looking completely different and just so many things. One, I made a conscious decision that if people met me in person, I wanted them to recognize me from my photos. I was like, I don't want to be that person. Same. Um, and even when I was on the dating apps, I tried to put as realistic, Same. you know, not the best, best pictures of me. I put a, you know, a, a couple good ones, but I almost wanted them to be, uh, not disappointed, but like, I wanted my profile to be more disappointing than in person. Same. I never <laughs> used any professional pictures yeah. on my dating app and I never used any filters on any yeah. of my photos in my dating app. They were all yeah. real pictures. They were Same. all of me, um, you know, back to sort of the meeting, uh, and I made the same conscious decision. I remember in 2013, maybe 2012, maybe I actually was asked to speak at an event and I was just coming out of the competitor space and modeling space at that time. And I remember dieting to talk at this event. Like I wasn't even talking about fitness. I was talking about business at this event, but I was, it was to a room of fitness models. Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling so self-conscious. I was like, Oh my God, I need to diet. I was like trying to diet for like a speaking gig. Like what? And I had a moment where I was like, you know what? Not doing this. In fact, I want them to just, I'm going to show up and I'm just going to let it be what it is. There's fucking chips will fall. If they think I'm fat, they think I'm whatever, like whatever. I'm just like, I'm, I want to just be who I am Mm -hmm. in person, the same as online. And I made Mm -hmm. that conscious decision. Like it is what it is. And people would take pictures with me and I'm sure they did with you too Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, do you want to check it? And I go, no, post that shit. I'm not looking at it, not checking it, not doctoring it, post that shit. And that became my practice to get to the point where I was like, I'm fine with whatever, whoever posting, whatever of me, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's an interesting thing with, um, with bodies too, you know, people only showing certain parts of their, just their face only. And then later on you're like, oh, you look a lot different than I thought you did, or your body's a different shape than I thought it was. And I think that's something else is we get in our heads about our bodies and how we think they should look. But when people meet you in real life, I would rather know what to expect. And then there's, for me, the judgment comes after when I'm like, oh, they were hiding and they were trying to Mm -hmm, be sneaky. Totally. I feel more like I'm not going to, yeah, I I'm not going to make a big deal over someone who is overweight or I don't know, has some maybe missing an arm or I don't know what they're trying to hide, but, um, then if they're showing it, then I know exactly what I'm getting, but it's that, it's that feeling of betrayal of, oh, they were hiding something. And so now also I feel like a lot of anxiety, right. To constantly be worried about that too. Yeah. I remember, so, um, I shoot with VO and, and you've shot with her too, uh, Violet artistry on Insta. And she, 
we do a lot of shoots together and she shoots with a lot of people that you guys would probably know. And she'll say, oh yeah, so-and-so never wants to have her legs in the picture or so-and-so always, you know, always needs to be like, have her arms look this way or like, and I'm always like, that's really strange. Cause I remember we, we did a bikini shoot and she's like, are you okay with like, I don't have to like get your legs in it if you want. And I was like, no, fuck show my legs. Yeah. I was like, if anything, I'm a little more insecure with my midsection. I was like, but fuck, I love my legs. Go for it. Yeah. And so that was, uh, it kind of surprised me a little bit that to hear that other people that a lot of us kind of look up to or whatever mm-hmm. are just have a lot of restrictions on what can be shown or what needs to be sort of hidden or, you know, I mean, this goes back to even just magazine articles that like, if you're a pear shape, wear these clothes and, and there's, that's fine. Like you want to feel confident, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like there is something really powerful about just owning your shit. Yep. Yep. Well, I do like that Instagram now posts that people have filters on. Cause I know there was a couple of people I followed a girl that I, I did finally meet her in person, but I was always like, gosh, she looks so flawless. And there was just some way about her face. And then it started showing she was wearing a filter and it made me feel better. And then I met her in person. And then I was like, oh yeah, it's such a different filter. Cause she looked way, way different in person. And so it was like levels to it. And not, not that I'm like, I'm not in that place where I'm, I feel bad about myself because someone else looks good. I was just almost going, man, how does she get so like flawless? Like how's her skin so good? And, and I know about lighting and filters, but I couldn't, and I would stare at Mm. these. I'm like, there's no way she's using a filter. I can't tell what it is. And, and I would swipe through mine. I'm like, there's no filter that looks like this which then that that's, that was around the time when they started adding new ones all the time and you can mm-hmm. try new ones. And then they started listing it. And when I met her in person, I was really shocked. So I think, I think go for it. Like it does lower the barrier to entry. If you're like, I need to get on and say something, I feel like crap. And I look splotchy or whatever today. I just have a bad face day, but I, I would try to not do it all the time, I guess, you know, like try to just get into some good light sometimes and not use it every single time. Just practice looking at your own face. Yeah. Just practice looking at your own face, get used to it. Like you look at it in the mirror. Isn't it weird though, too, though? I think sometimes like you look in the mirror versus your selfie camera and it just, you're like, why do I look different here than here? Right. It's the lighting. (laughs) I know. I think it's the lighting. Or even sometimes people take a photo and you're like, I felt like I looked really good that day. And I look bad in that photo. Why? <laughs> what was wrong? I felt really I know. Great. And I'm like, is that, do I really look like that? Totally. At the end of the day, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, like at the end of the day, just try to do your best and also just realize like that we're aging and that's just part of it. We're never going to have the complexion of a 20 year old ever again. Just and yeah. you know, and so you just go, well, there are levels to this shit. <laughs> so <laughs> And it, and also it, you know, to kind of take out the comparison, you know, we certainly know like the Nicole Kidman's and people and the JLo's and stuff that just like literally are constantly wearing like some sort of kind of, you know, face mask to make sure that their skin is always flawless, you know, but I don't know. I think it's also just how much are you willing to, and how much can you afford to worry about this stuff? You know, JLo is obviously that's her brand. So like, she needs to keep up that look, but you know, for most of us, it's just like, yeah, we're 40. This is what we look like, you know? And like, yeah. Do we feel like we're confident 40? Yeah. And I think that has to be okay. I would really love to know what JLo spends and what she does. I think that's actually on. I think you can Google that because I think Mm. before she goes a place, I think, especially Mm -hmm. when she's performing, they send a whole list of shit 
that she needs at the location. And I think you can actually Google that and find it. It's, it's literally like 50 things. It's wild. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a full-time job on your face. It totally is. I need to, I need to get a part-time job on my face. (laughs) (laughs) At least (laughs) part-time. I need 50K a year line item budget just for my face. <laughs> just- I need to go from zero hours of worrying about my face <laughs> to at least a couple hours a week. However much money I made in my 20s, I need that much just for <laughs> just for face, just face maintenance. <laughs> uh, anyway, good this discussion. Why we have to be rich. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, exactly. You got to keep making money. Um, <laughs> but or anyway, we all say fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, or we just all say fuck it, which I thought that was maybe going to happen during the pandemic, during quarantine, and it kind of was happening during quarantine, where people like couldn't get their waxes done and their hair Mm -hmm. and all their Botox and shit. Yeah, I saw there's quite a few pages now that are um, women who decided to stop dying and going like letting their full gray go, full grow out their gray, and it's been cool. I. I don't know, like showed up in my explore tab because I have a friend who had some and it's like started off like an inch and then it's like eight, nine inches. And then they just, after reopened up, they just kept letting it grow. And it's been kind of cool to see, that but is. yeah, I think 2020 really helped some people just let go some of that stuff, which is, is pretty cool. But I, I went back to my Botox once I could. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also, and maybe that's a discussion for another time is that you do get used to that look at some mm-hmm. point, you know, like once you start doing Botox or fillers or something, you end up kind of just, that's your new normal, you know? So then when it goes away or, you know, you metabolize it out, you kind of don't feel as attractive. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know if we have a solution. <laughs> yes. I think I'm it's curious. just a discussion. I also think the awareness is just important, right? To go like, yeah, I'm using filter. And I'm not trying to pretend I'm not, you know, and I'm not trying to, um, you know, fake a a certain persona, but it's just there. Someone can see that I'm using it. If they're curious, they can click on it. They can see how it changes their face. Like all the information is there. So I do appreciate that. That's now a lot more transparent. I think that helps. Yeah. Lastly, I don't think dudes should use those filters. <laughs> you send me some shit last week oh about God. like a couple of dudes. They're just it, it's too smooth. It looks and there's like lashes and lips. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, it's not for you. you Every once in a while, lashes. I have one on and like I'll put Keith in the photo and he looks yeah. like plastic man. It, it's so <laughs> it's so weird when you put some of those on men. I'm like, yeah, these are not made for you. No, they're not made for dudes. They look like plastic, <laughs> like plastic people. It's so funny. Anyway, I'm curious as to what y'all think. Um, you know, maybe if it does it bother you when people you follow use filters, do you not even think twice about it? Does it make you feel worse about yourself? Do you not care? Do you use them yourself or you just you just let people live their life? I'm I'm curious. Is the is there judgment around it? Is it just uh you do you, I do me kind of thing? Um, or do you have daughters and what do you say or do as an example to them? Very curious about that. So uh, go in our private Facebook group, the best life podcast.com. And, uh, let's start the discussion in there. Yeah. It'd be great. And we've had a lot of people join recently, so we'll look for your responses in there. Thank you guys. And as usual, like if you, if there's something that you guys think of, or that you want us to chat about, or just like an insight, you want to get our take on, please hit us up in the DM at the best life podcast on Instagram. Our DMS are always open. Make sure you guys hit us up. If there's something you would like for us to talk about or something you're going through that we might be able to impart a little bit of insight into. So y'all are the best. We appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next episode. See you. Bye guys. Bye.